Well, welcome back to the Social World Podcast. I'm Dave Niven, and as usual, it's delightful to have your company today. Now, today I'm going to be delving into one of the really horrific but terribly important areas uh, of abuse in, in our societies today, and that is uh, modern slavery. It is um, human trafficking, and I'm really pleased that um, Dr. Sam Graber, who's the uh, Chief Communications Officer for ATII, which stands for Anti-Human Trafficking Intelligence Initiative, is actually joining me. Welcome, Sam, to the program. Hi, Dave. Thank you for having me. Hello, everyone. Hi. Well, now, look, ATII, is, you're young. It's a young organization. It's been going about 18 months. But in that time, you've made a hell of an impact. And yes. um, your other kind of catchphrase, if you want, in terms of memorable sort of things is follow the money, fight slavery. Now, I wonder if you could just give us a little bit of the history of ATII and, and what your actual kind of mission is. Sure, absolutely. I'd be thrilled to share. Um, yes, as you mentioned, we are a startup nonprofit. We're based out of the U.S. Um, our headquarters, which is basically where our CEO lives, is in um, outside of out of North Carolina. We um, we started kind of from a place of an, an idea and a concept, and it started in the mind of Aaron um, Kaler, who is our CEO. He comes from a financial background, uh, a lot of investigating fraud, uh, following the money, fighting crime, and then human trafficking got on his radar many years ago. Uh, at first, you, know, you don't really know what it looks like from the financial side, but then you start to see patterns, and that's in any investigation. So over time, it just became something that weighed more and more on his heart. So a couple of years back, he decided that he was going to look into starting a, an organization that could help really focus on tracing the money and finding the, the patterns. Um, over time, he and I had met through a mutual friend, and then it sort of took took root. And now we focus on educating banks and other types of financial institutions, along with corporations on uh, a policies, the, the corporate social responsibility policies. And what those are, are based of um, and made up of are having the people within that organization stand for something. Um, another thing that we really focus on is prioritizing the human in human trafficking. And that's where I come in. I do not come from a, a background of finance at all. In fact, I barely do my uh, my ledger. But for me, it was more of, of it just when human trafficking got on my radar, I couldn't stop thinking about it. Okay. I couldn't stop thinking about the fact that people are not all free. That to me is is egregious. No, there's so many types as well of so um, many. of abusive activity. Um, and I know in the very short time that ATII has actually been going, you've managed to cover a huge landscape from what I've yeah. read about you. I mean, it's, it is an enormity you've taken on. And I know you're gathering a lot of help and I know you've got into a lot of boardrooms and a lot of places and you've mm -hmm. got a lot of volunteers that you actually call experts because they're... Yes financial experts, but have giving time to you. But yeah. I, if I just listed some of the things that I believe that you would take under your wing would be anything from organ trafficking, labor trafficking, sex trafficking, 
I mean, it, it, it's an enormity of actual human misery that you've begun yeah. to, to dip your toe into. Is that a fair assessment? It is, yes. And, and part of any business, any nonprofit is really narrowing down and, and finding a spot where there's a gap in the market, meaning that you know some nonprofits maybe aren't covering that aspect. And that's why we, we really focused in on the financial part. Uh, but yes, organ trans organ trafficking, um, the fact, the relationship between terrorist financing and human trafficking, that's a whole other um, part of, of this, this puzzle, piece of this puzzle that we're exploring actively. Um, there, it, It's amazing when something gets on your radar, how in-depth the problem is and how many tentacles are involved and, you know, just how that gets into every facet of society. Well, a lot of my listeners actually um, are possibly more on the what you might call the operational side, if you like, you yeah. know, the public facing side, um, mm-hmm. where um, they, they come upon people uh, who have actually been touched by this or who generally are, if you like, have antennae that are uh, out there in terms of looking for where people are being exploited, vulnerable people are being exploited, et cetera. So, I mean, are there some concrete kind of ways that you can see that we could weave together our worlds, if you like? Yeah, concrete's always a tough tough word, but I definitely think there are some some foundations upon which people can start being more aware. Um, Looking at, at the more vulnerable in if we're talking about someone's own neighborhood, you know, understanding that that children that are involved in the foster care system or who have parents who um, either for some whatever reason it may be, maybe aren't at home as much, um, maybe aren't able to keep as active an eye on their kids. And all parents, you know, myself included, you know, we've got kids that are growing up with technology in their hand. Um, that is a portal to horrific things. And it's also a portal to very good things. So it's knowing who your kids are talking to online, um, being a safe place for them to be able to share, meaning, you know, don't make it that, and and I talk with parents all the time about this, don't make it scary to come to you with a problem. Mm -hmm. Because if if they can't come to you to say, hey, you know, someone dropped into my DMs and messaged me about something and I don't know them. I, as a parent, would certainly rather have my kids tell me that than think that they can handle it on their own. Because these, if we're, you know, looking at potential traffickers for sex trafficking, these people are very cunning, very manipulative, and they they want they want to succeed. No, <laughs> so it's, it's I think, not just personal yeah. preferences either, is it? It's, it's, no. it's, it's big business. It's organized crime we're talking about here. I mean, in, in the UK, you'd probably be mm-hmm. aware one of our current sort of biggest issues is what we call county lines, where mm-hmm. um, youngsters are drawn into becoming, if you like, kind of um, drug messengers yes. um, across, you know, across counties and actually sort of actually being drawn into gangs and drawn yes. into that kind of culture. And, and it's then the whole issue of kind of weaponization comes in in terms of defending yourself and in terms of criminalization and so forth. And the whole thing has spiraled to quite a large extent. And there's an awful lot of activity mm-hmm. now to try and combat this. That's a small thing. I know some of the other things are huge and international, but it's just as an example of what we could look out for, I expect. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, what, what we educate our, our public facing people on is just 
look at people, look at people in the eyes, speak with them, see who's around them. Like if we're, let's talk just at a, at a bank, say a teller um, and the lobbies are open and you see someone come in and there's someone else accompanying them who then hands them some documentation. You know, maybe this, this person who's potentially being trafficked doesn't have access to their own ID. The other person is giving them that ID or the other person is telling them exactly what to say or they're looking for coaching from someone in the lobby for what they can and can't say. Uh, they look disheveled or they look like they're not being properly cared for because what will happen is sometimes a trafficker or um, you know nefarious a person will open up different bank accounts under the names of their victims and then have that victim person be the one who is doing the transactions but then that money gets swooped right out automatically from say an ATM or something there's there's certain patterns that are just not usual so what i always tell people is just look for the unusual and and check in with folks if you see someone who seems to be in distress look them in the eyes and and treat them like a person you know i think we we've become so disconnected from each other even though we we mistakenly tell everybody we're more connected now than ever i really think we're more disconnected as as people as humans as entities of you know just energy and and love of of humanity um, so it's put your finger on it there some yeah it's really about just just looking at folks and and being a you know being someone who cares and if something doesn't seem right by all means trust your gut our guts still haven't been, uh, you know, taken from us. We we do have a gut sense for a reason. If something doesn't seem right, be be a, you know speak up for somebody. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, you you've you've had some success, haven't you, within the corporate world um, in terms of actually getting support. Um, yes. Yeah, we're finding technology. You want mm-hmm. more, obviously, but I mean, mm-hmm. do you want to say a little bit about that? Yeah. We we our preferences to partner with companies. Um, and it doesn't matter if they're only on the financial side or somewhere along that um, that range or technology, or even we're, we're branching out into large retail groups to help them have the internal training so that they're getting accurate information. Um, one of the partnerships that we, we really enjoy working with is in the crypto space. So in cryptocurrency, we're finding that the cryptocurrency group, you know, they get a bad rap. Everyone thinks, oh, crypto, negative, bad actors and, and you know, crime. No, I would say vast, vast majority of the cryptocurrency companies are really wanting to do things uh, the right way and the responsible way. And they're willing to share information amongst each other when they do see that there are nefarious activities going on. So one of one of the groups that we would really love to connect with more are those in the technology space. Uh, we utilize a, a few different platforms. They're all on our on our um, website, but we have these different strategic partners that our chief information and internet security person puts together and is able to actually use each of these different platforms in a very unique way to maximize the amount of information we can get and minimize the amount of people time that it takes to gather that information to then share with the appropriate authorities. So we've been uh, very successful in that. Now, one of the things I picked up from uh, not just talking with you, but also looking at some of your Mm -hmm. literature is, is this idea of um, that you're very much into awareness raising and education. 
mm-hmm. in terms of actually the way that you want to promote your messages, you know, and, and, and promote what you're actually kind of there for. Um, and on the 11th of March, you're having yes. a full day summit. Um, and um, I, I'll put the details of how people would actually do it on, on the actual text for this okay. podcast. But just want to just say it as well, just in case people are, you know, aren't able to sort of grab it in time about how they might get a hold of the information and actually tune in on that day. Yes, absolutely. The easiest way is to go to our website which is followmoneyfightslavery.org. And on there, you'll see a bright orange button that says 2021 <laughs> Summit. Click on that. We try to keep it simple, Dave, okay, I'll yeah, tell you. Okay. Click on that bad boy. <laughs> and then it'll take you right to the, um, the page that has all the information on it. It lists out each of the different four. We have four panels on that day. Um, I have recorded seven different interviews and conversations with other thought leaders that are already on our YouTube channel which is at Team ATII. Um, I'll send you all those links you can put yeah. in your text as well. Team ATII, and then, okay. Yes, yeah. That's what we identify as. You know, we, we've got all sorts of wonderful individuals, but together we're Team ATII, and that's how we have created such a, um, a massive amount of momentum because we don't do this for any individual. We do this for humanity. And I, that's my primary role is to keep that out front and center for my entire team so that we'll they, they sure. understand. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. make sure that all the details for that, yeah. um, that, that summit are actually promoted and, you know, um, follow, follow money, fight slavery. That, that's the kind of, dot that's, org. that's the way to get, dot org is the way to get you. Now, yes. do you, I mean, I can't imagine that you aren't kind of um, keen and already successful in kind of working with some law enforcement on that side of things. Has that been something that you've managed to develop or do you need to develop that more? Well, we, we want to definitely reach out to local, state, um, federal here, international law enforcement. We've had um, we've created and cultivated some really successful relationships with many already. Um, our goal is to make sure that they have the tools that they need so that they can do their work um, as expediently as possible. Because one thing that I'm always very very acutely aware of is people in the human trafficking space who are being exploited. Every moment counts. You waiting one more day for the detective to get in could mean horrific things for that person. Mm-hmm. So it's all about the name of, you know, speed, 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 speed. <laughs> so the more people we have talking, the more people we have educated, the better. You're also, I mean, you are, I know, primarily American based, but I mean, effectively, have you managed to build some links internationally? Absolutely. Yeah. And and just just so you know, and I, I, I jokingly say this with people, but I can't tell you all the details that I have to kill you. But, you know, it's one of those things where we have a a public facing side and that's working with the financial institutions, awareness, um, working with the public so that they're more um, educated on the realities versus the hype. Because, boy, I'll tell you, there's a lot of hype out there and some coming from nonprofits who are just really looking to raise funds. The more you can hype up the activity and the more you can scare people sometimes the more they will fund. And that's that's a horrible thing. And that's a whole different topic for another day. Um, taking advantage of kind hearts, I don't look very kindly on that. Uh, yeah. But there are, you know, there's definitely 
there's a lot of messaging that needs to be cleared up. So you're slightly also, you could say then, into the myth busting world. Yes, that's one of my one of my favorites. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. And 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 I look to the the real resources. You know, you look at some of these statistics and like, well, where'd you get that number? You know, and one of the things to keep in mind that because human trafficking for the very, very majority part is is the black market, so to speak. It's it's not like, you know, we can get accurate statistics here. And it's not like you can do a little census of a of a organization or of a you know a county or a country and say, all right, who here, who here's a human trafficker? No hands? Okay, well, let's see. You know, there there's no way to get real accurate information. So a lot of this gets extrapolated. But data collaboration uh, yes. is certainly part of your kind of mission, as far as I'm aware. Yes. I mean, I mean uh, obviously accurate data. Yes. Yeah. And that's something we're working very, very, very actively on. And we're creating some pretty powerful alliances. And I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how those come to fruition over this 2021. It's going to be a big year. And of course, you've got as much funds as you ever need. You've probably got billions of dollars oh, in the billion. bank. And, you know, got no it in my bottom. back pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, yeah. you, you need money, I suspect, too. Yeah, and that that's one of the things. You know, I, I came from the, the, I'm a chiropractor by trade, and, and that's what I did for 25 years. Love my career. So I, I was used to a tangible business, you know, the, the trade of service and that kind of stuff. But I didn't understand how nonprofits worked. You know, I kind of had a preconceived idea, like you start a nonprofit, you get funding because there's funding out there and, you know, you apply for certain things. The funding world in the nonprofit sector is, it's like the wild, wild west. And it's challenging because the people who are already pretty well established, um, they've been, you know, in the game for a while, have all everybody's, you know, golf numbers or, and, you know, cell phone numbers. Hmm. It, they're getting the funding. But the challenge comes when you've got new kids on the block like ATII who have new ideas and are coming at this with a different perspective than maybe the way we've always done it. We are the ones that, hmm. that you know, if we could get the right funding, we could actually drive some of these initiatives across that finish line. But I and I always pose this question. I get I get kind of some people like I've ruffled feathers and I don't mind. I ain't scared. But what happens in, in the nonprofit world is I ask people sometimes, well, if if this methodology worked, why do we still have a huge issue that's getting even worse and worse and worse? If we do things the way we've always done them, we're going to get the same results, and those results are jacked up. Like there's there's nothing good about the scenario of human trafficking now. I I don't think there is much that has been actually corrected or, um, you know, thwarted. We're just teaching criminals how to become better criminals. Ever yeah, since the good guys' ever, hands are tied, right? Ever since the first century AD, ever, yeah. there has been human trafficking. I mean, obviously ever. slavery, mm-hmm. but I mean... But I, I mean, listen, Sam, we're coming close to the end of this section. <laughs> we can this talk section. I know. Well, we will, and we will, because I wanted yeah. we're going to do a follow-up. But, mm-hmm. I, I mean, what I want to just check with you is a, a bit of what you just said there. If yeah. you do, as it seems that you are, turn into one of the more credible faces in mm-hmm. terms of anti-human trafficking and looking at ATII becoming one of the more – kind of believable and uh, followable, if there is such a word as that, um, sure. kind of groups within the kind of um, that, that, that landscape, 
then I think effectively people will see, you know, and will fund and will follow yes. and will kind of give you that kind of opportunity to kind of credible. There, there are people who are in the melodrama business. I do understand that. Mm -hmm. I do yeah. think that by shocking, shock and awe, that they right. will actually, you know, be able to sort of keep themselves alive. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I don't always blame people for keeping something in the public consciousness, but at the same time, I do think it has to be accurate. Yes. Um, and, and believable and, and solutions have to be uh, able to be done rather than pie in the sky. Yeah. So effectively, um, one minute more of talking to you, Sam. Sure. When I just want you to give a minute's worth of a message to professionals out there, social workers, teachers, uh, law enforcement officers, um, not the corporate side, because I do mm -hmm. know that's what you do, but I want the, my side of things too. Mm -hmm. You just give them a message uh, as to how that would be, how they could be very helpful and relevant and listen to you. Yeah, well, I would say plug into our network on LinkedIn is, is one of the best ways to get uh, vetted articles and reports so that you can know the active, uh, you know, hot spots for human trafficking. And Dave and I spoke a little bit before, and we understand that human trafficking is a very expanse thing. Uh, trafficking can take place in labor trafficking. So one thing that everybody can be on the lookout for is where they get their, their um, food sources, their clothing from, uh, who is, what are the companies that they spend their money with? And when it comes to, you know, your own, your own body and what you do have choices over, you know, what food you, um, you buy, where is your seafood coming from? One of the largest uh, human trafficking challenges for anywhere and, and um, products is for seafood. And your pet food. Some of the seafood isn't even consumed by humans, but it's in your pet food. So it's it's things like that, knowing where things come from, be aware of any sort of initiatives that are being passed in legislation. Um, I won't go too far down this rabbit hole, but hold your <laughs> hold your people accountable. When you vote, get out there and, and hold those people accountable for what they say they're gonna do for you. Okay. Follow the money, fight slavery. Dot org. Yes. Okay. Dr. Sam Graber, that's very kind of you to talk to us today. And thanks ever so much. Now, we will be, with your permission, I think, and I'm hopefully you will follow it up, even if it's only in a couple of weeks after your uh, summit, just to sort of do a follow up then, because that's how I'd like to do. I'd like to be able to think about things now and we'll come back and we'll actually take up some of these points later, if that's okay with you. I would be thrilled to join you again, Dave. Thank you. All right. Well, good luck and uh, thanks again.